There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, everyone. The Yonko table has set sail yet again on another voyage through the tumbling seas of the Proud family. Louder and prouder. This week on Wednesday, we were debuted with episode four of the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. And this is one of the uh, few episodes or one of the first of the few episodes that has tackled uh, a very touchy subject, a real world subject. And um, I think it was one of the more interesting episodes of the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. But we're going to deep dive into this episode, give our thoughts about the different uh, issues that it raised, if it was a good episode overall, if it was funny, if it was not, we'll get into that. But with me, as always, is fellow Yonko, Grandmaster Who. Grandmaster, you're chowing down over there. What are you doing? Isn't this a Yonko table? Aren't you supposed to eat at the Yonko table? Oh, okay, okay, you're right. You're you're, you're not starving for the knowledge, for, for the discussion that we're here to talk about? I mean, uh, so I got my first helping of a great episode here ah, with the okay, Proud okay. Family uh, titled Father Figures. Now I'm here for seconds uh discussing with you gentlemen and um yeah i'm uh uh i don't know i'm ready for a third helping of i don't know layers and onions i don't know oh like an onion i am glad i am glad we're realizing these analogies are perfect with (laughs) the the most delicious vegetable debatably on the face of the planet right right so that's why i'm here and i'm happy to be here and uh Definitely excited to talk about um, what transpired here. Yeah, um, it's good. It's maturity. I like maturity. Uh, maturity. Yeah, that's that's the name of the game with this episode. And we have Supernovas with us here as well to talk about the episode. Get ready to spread that butter with Toasty. But uh, yeah, let's let's dive deep into it. So uh, the episode title for this week is uh, Father Figures, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, and, uh, what an appropriate title because this episode basically tackled some modern day conversations with its, you know, proud family flair. I don't know about you guys. I felt like I was watching an old episode of proud family because in a good way, by the way, um, cause old episodes did exactly what this episode did at the end of the day. It was a show about comedy, the silliness, the wackiness with Penny Proud doing silly things, Oscar Proud doing <laughs> weird things. Uh, but in some episodes, they would tackle real world issues. And of course, one of them being, you know, uh, in this episode, we get to explore the relationship between uh, Maya, the new character, her two fathers. Uh, and their names are Barry and what's Barry and Randall. Uh, Barry and Randall. Leibowitz Jenkins, the Leibowitz Jenkins family. <laughs> What a fun family. What a fun little family. They, they are. They are. And uh, who are the voice actors for these two characters? All right. So we met Barry in episode one. Barry is Zachary Quinto uh, okay. for my uh, people who love heroes. Uh, you know, the short live or whatever. Cult following NBC show. It had its following. Uh, yeah, it had its run. Siler. That's Siler. Or um, okay. fans of the uh, Star Trek. Uh, films reboot. Uh, ah, yeah. The, he's the modern day Spock. He's Spock. Oh, um, snap. That was him? Yes. Uh, that, Tosti, was Barry. that was Barry. Yeah, that's right? Barry. Okay. Uh, Tosi, you'll like this too. Zachary Quinto, that's, um, what was it? Um, the dude from Invincible, the robot? Oh, snap. I can't. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, yeah. The, 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 the one that was in love with the, yes, the, the yes. girl that, that kept de aging. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He turned into something. Yeah. So that's Zachary Quinto who wow. is, um, to my knowledge, homosexual in real life, like uh, a gay man. Right. Uh, and then Randall is played by the Billy Porter. And if you know- if Oh you my watch, God, that's Bill, wait, go ahead, go ahead. You know Billy Porter? Do you ever watch uh, Pose on FX? 
Oh, maybe I'm mixing him up with someone else. No, I don't know that show. Oh, oh man. Uh, let me tell you, man. Um, Billy Porter is great. Billy Porter uh, in the last recent years has just really made a staple as far as, you know, uh, I know it is American Horror Story. A, a life. American. Oh, Horror Zachary Quinto was in Horror Story. Wait, yeah. what is he, Billy Porter? What does he play was, in that? Um, I think it was American Horror Story. I'm quickly looking it up. Well, right he, now. I know, I know he was in Asylum. Um, yeah, he was the he was like the therapist in uh, American Horror Story Asylum. He was also in Apocalypse. He was. Um, he oh, was one of the wizards. Oh, he was the I, black guy. He's the black guy. I, I, that's okay, the wizard. I know. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I know. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Wow, Billy Porter. Voices oh, that? I didn't. I didn't know he was in American Horror Story. You need to watch uh, better shows. There we go. Well, no, that makes sense because Pose is made by the same people who do American Horror Story. Oh, so like it. FX? Is it on FX? Yeah, it is on FX. So, okay, uh, okay. Uh, who's that? Uh, Brad Falchuk and Ryan Murphy. Yeah. They reuse. Yeah. They, they reuse a lot of the same actors. So. Right, uh, right. That 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 makes sense. So yeah, Billy Porter, he's got a Tony Award for Kinky Boots. He's got uh, the Emmy for uh, his role as uh, Pray Tell in Pose. He's just really he's a really fun guy in real life, uh, openly gay as well. So I'm really proud of the Proud family for casting gay actors to play you know uh, gay characters. You know that's like uh, that's a, that's a little bit of a toss up in uh, media where it's like. Uh, should gay actors be played by straight actors or in vice versa. Right, right. So I like that they got them. I, honestly, I think they're perfect. Uh, I don't know. I really like Barry <laughs> and Randall. Like, uh, <laughs> they're kind of funny. They're funny. You know, he's they like, are, they are. He's like, yeah. he's like, what kind of brother are you? And he's like, the best kind. <laughs> A uh, brother in, in charge. charge. <laughs> Yep. And then you got like guys like Barry. He's like, oh, I know Oscar. We go way back. And you then, met me yesterday. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the little joke. You see, like, it's like the little things, the little dialogue quips, the writing. It, I That's what I like about this uh, this series. It, it's fantastic. Um, but uh, one interesting thing that I think they tackled in this episode is, uh, you know, how everyone reacts to uh barry and randall uh being in a relationship and i feel like they specifically chose each character to represent a different like outlook or a viewpoint on how someone might see a relationship like this you have of course um how do you call it uh felix <laughs> good right. old felix we it's funny because last week or i think even the first episode where we covered this we were saying we want to see more felix and then last week we got like what maybe 30 seconds of Felix. Very like short, very short Felix, yeah. yeah. Right, and then bam, and prayers answered. We got more Oscar Felix clownery uh, in this episode, which is always great. We didn't get the yay yay <laughs> that we wanted, <laughs> but uh, maybe maybe soon, maybe soon we'll, we'll, we'll get that. But um, yeah, Felix is feeling a lot of insecurities because the glorious sunset is <laughs> going out dressed up. She's, you know, going to work on time. She's, in Felix's own words, happy. Oh my gosh, geez. Can't be happy. Right. Can't be she's happy. Like, she's happy. She got a promotion. Uh, oh boy, it's salary. And then they're like, yes, yeah, salary, right. And then you got Barry. He's like, Barry's tall. Barry's muscular. Uh, Barry's handsome, you know. Oscar's uh, saying all these things right next to him after he was saying how nervous he was. Um, which I don't do we ever get a resolution as to why Sunset was so happy? Well, I mean, episode? she just I think it's just she's happy. She's happy with her life, and Felix thinks it's because it's tied you know, to it's tied to Barry. To Barry. Okay, okay, right. And get a promotion or salary double, wouldn't that be happy going oh, to work? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah right. But no, that you know, that's just Felix being insecure. You know, he's a short, plump dude, and Sunset is, and I think the joke is Sunset has always been clearly out of Felix's league. Beauty yes. and the Beast. <laughs> right, that's a good way to call it. And um, and you know, oh just the layer of it all is that Felix assumes Barry is you know a straight man. I guess that's that's what right. I, that's what I got it from. He's intimidated by Barry. Yeah. Right. Um, but that's the thing. It's like, that's the toxic masculinity within the 
uh, culture of it all. As in, I mean, Felix is right to, I mean, no, Felix assumed he was straight and moving on, moving right. in on his wife. But then, you know, it never, I guess it never crossed Felix's mind. Uh, and again, this is my interpretation. I, I no, know. yeah, Every, Everybody's yeah. open, like, yeah. you know, uh, but it's like, I guess Felix never thought a gay man could be, you know, muscular and tall, dark, and handsome. It's and not the initial, I guess, like stereotype from the stereotype. perspective. Like, right. oh, he doesn't view a gay man to be the way he saw Barry. He probably mm. has his own, you know, prejudices on how a homosexual man would act and behave. And when he saw Barry, he didn't see that. And right. so that's why he assumed, oh, wow, my wife is clearly into him. Barry is clearly into her. I'm feeling insecure. I think he's going to take my wife. So exactly. It, that's exactly what it is. And that's a fun, that's a fun layer to explore with uh, one. We don't get much of Felix in Sunset. So this was cool that Barry is kind of, you know, wrenching Felix's, you know, life and marriage. And you just see Felix kind of crumble. Like, she, I said she can't go. And it's like, come <laughs> on, we'll all go to the concert. <laughs> Poor Felix, no man. Attention. And she's like, Teal Barry. Teal Barry. That's right. That's right. He's not your deal. <laughs> <laughs> So that oh was really that, that was funny. I I I thought it was a really good introduction to the rest of the episode. You know, that one was like subtle in your left for interpretation while the rest of the episode is very much this is what's going on. This is what the characters are now reacting to. Right, right. Um Toasty, what did you like seeing Felix and Oscar back again? I know you've been missing them for a while. Honestly, like for me the best episode are when Oscar is on camera for a while. And this episode was amazing because of Oscar. And it's the same thing with Felix. Felix is just like his Robin to his Batman. Felix is there. It just <laughs> made the entire thing even better from the beginning. I feel like they did a quip with that once. I think I think there was an episode where they were. They I, I, mean, I, I could be Possibly. wrong. I could be wrong. No, I lost it when Oscar locked him up in the garage to sign up the co-sign i'm like oh i know this episode is gonna Negative be good 300 credit score <laughs> god dude honestly you have to work to fail that hard but god you have to do oscar. that on purpose you have to yeah. do <laughs> for oscar geez i can't believe that there was credit score out there like that <laughs> i mean i guess it makes sense why he can't take out a loan and that's why he's begging his good friend uh felix yeah um but uh yeah so that's that was essentially Felix's perspective on the whole, um, you know, relationship aspect of, you know, how he viewed Barry. Now we got to talk about someone that's a wrench in all of this, right? Dejanay. <laughs> Dejanay. Was, okay. So what's Dejanay's prep, like, you know, viewpoint in this, right? Um, I don't think she cares. She just want to spread rumors and not rumors, but she, she just, just wanna... wants to gossip. She just yeah, wants it's, to it's gossip. Yeah, right. I would not be surprised if they do a time skip at the end of this show and she's a news reporter or a paparazzi. Or like a, oh a, go God. a gossip columnist, yeah. A gossip, that's what she's going to be, yeah. Right, right. And, you know, the thing is, is like, Dijanae is a good somewhat friend to the crew, mm. like Penny. I, 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 I air quote that. I air quote that <laughs> big for the uh, the audio-only listeners. Um, but uh, Dijanae in the old series she acted musty sometimes like she <laughs> was i mean because it's like would, do you want to be friends with someone like that with, with the way she would treat penny sometimes like and, and then and then at the end of it she would say uh you know oh, oh penny we still cool right and i'm like oh, but i uh, see it now like at work like that's how they are that's how they act like that's it represents a good idea of what the kids are they are the kind of person where they don't think about their act, the consequences of their action. For her, she didn't see it as a bad thing. That, yeah, yeah, she saw it as I'm the first one to put it out there. I'm the first one to get like on social media, and they have been pushing social media since episode one. So she gets the more like on social media. She's the most famous, and that's what she wants to do. She wants she wants the attention, and that comes with being with a kid. So, so, so from her perspective, you're saying in terms of viewing this relationship, uh, this was like. 
the the character that you know sees something like this and they're just like oh my god i i, I, I never see this I, I gotta tell everyone i gotta share I have, it with everyone i have to tell everyone i have to be the first one to say it i have the first i have to be the and first they, one to get a like right follow yeah all that and, thing, and yeah. they might not be saying anything bad about them but they're exactly. spreading it everywhere they're like exactly. i gotta tell everyone this is this is gossip talk this, I got well, yeah that's uh, it's like them being you know two dads husband and husband uh in a marriage uh it was just like you know any other family uh you know any nuclear family wouldn't get the same attention so it's like it's not like DJ, yeah dj was not outright saying oh i think this is wrong uh or whatever she was just yeah like tosi said just being the first to spread it but that's the problem in itself is that you know with acceptance we can recognize differences but look how we're going about treating the difference Dijanae looked at it right. as, you know, yeah, a way to promote herself. And right. in doing so, she's highlighting the difference as, you know, I guess, like, for people to just give their opinion on it. When And at the reality, your opinion shouldn't matter about this family and how they live. And that's the whole kind of Dijanae back and forth right. is that. If we're gonna be accepting, it's like, why are we putting this out on a social media pedestal? Right, and I feel oh, like yeah. they they did showcase that, especially with how she initially reacted uh, when Randall shows up at the the Pink Eye concert. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the comedy coming in hot. I love it. I love it. The Pink Eye concert. And what were some of the the, the lyrics? It was like uh, disinfect me. Disinfect my love. Uh, that's that's the biggest one I got. But I, I'm like screaming. This is Billie Eilish. Uh, like yeah, the it the, was there. The sing talking. Uh, right the look yes um but yeah dj was like i thought barry was the dad <laughs> right and like you know hearing that i i guess from her character point of view like i didn't see it as anything malicious like she she seemed to genuinely not understand and that's what she said too she right. was seeking yeah. i just want to understand know. i yeah. thought barry was the dad and then it took her you know a couple seconds to click the the clues the together <laughs> to do the math and he's like oh okay and then that's when the gossip part happened but um yeah i i think dijanae's while, while her actions are definitely questionable it, it is realistically a viewpoint um from like you know that modern perspective where some kids are going to do that and i think toasty yeah. alluded to that earlier like as long as it's not malicious it's not a big deal in my opinion for right me. just kids being kids if any of us, regardless of who you are, if you were that age in middle school, 13, 14, if you see something you never seen before, you were going to point and stare and ask question. Yeah. It happens. It always happens. Yeah, they're, they're still 14. In this, yeah, exactly. Uh, and even as adults, if sometimes you see stuff you never see before and you will point and stare, you're like, what is that? Or what's going on? Those are simple questions. You're curious by nature. So it's not malicious. She's just a kid. She happened to have a phone. She posted online. If it was us back when we were kids, we're not posting online, but we'll be going around the courtyard telling everybody, hey, do you see that? Do you see this? Blah, 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 blah. And then moving on. So but see, yeah. I think I think that's okay. So like you are absolutely right. But then you have when Penny says, you know, don't post that stuff online to where it now becomes a sense of is Dijanae doing the moral thing, putting oh, yeah, their business out there. Yeah, uh, which, Penny which is might fine. be just saying don't talk about it okay so yeah let's talk two about ends, two ends yeah let's talk about penny because yeah okay um yeah penny's approach you know penny comes off all you know righteous and you know i'm for everybody i treat others the way you want to be treated but you know this is her first rodeo uh per se with this kind of topic as, as far as we know uh, right. as an audience member and yes the first thing she said we don't say anything about it and I think it was a very specific choice of words. That was yeah. that was that was very specific. They definitely did that on purpose because the two uh double it's a double-edged sword here. Dijanae wants to talk about it, and it's okay to talk about because she's seeking understanding, she wants to know what's going on. Yeah. Penny says, don't say anything as if ignore the what, poem, hide it under a rock. Right. It's like uh 
or won't start none, won't be none. You know, it's like the uh, Jedi and Sith, two ends of the extreme. Oh my God! Yeah, because <laughs> Penny Penny was initially wrong as far as saying don't talk about it because in doing so, you're not being you're being more tolerant than you are being accepting. You know, right? Um, and I think she, you know throughout the episode that's how she maneuvers. She gets away from you know not saying anything to being you know just falling back on the treat others the way you want to be treated but goodness gracious does she fumble a bunch and again this is where the comedy comes in it's right. funny to watch these characters navigate how to be like better people and good yeah. people uh so like when she went up to them with michael and was like so bad oh my <laughs> god so bad. the I'm delivery like, Yo, just shut your mouth just walk away like you did more damage <laughs> right she's like over here trying to not be offensive and in doing so she's and not so looking at offensive. you know kind of a bigger idea what did she say she says uh i think it's cool you have two dads shoot some people don't even have one and michael's like some people don't have moms <laughs> yeah michael added on to that too he, he made it seem like it was all penny's fault <laughs> typical michael typical michael um, it was bad. It was bad. But then also again, see, and then oh, see, the problem is a really good show because it's like, man, your approach was wrong. Maya's sensitive. We were both adopted. You know, we didn't have a mom or a dad at one yeah. point. And actually, that could be something where I'm not sure that's what the writer were going for, but that could be something where you can look at it in a deeper level, where some people try to accept everything without even understanding it just so they can say, I accept it. So we can say that with Penny. She oh, appears, okay. oh, I'm accepting this. I'm okay with this, this. But in reality, she didn't even understand what she was accepting. She could be that she's just accepting it just so she can show she has moral superiority over everybody else. So right. in a way, she's as bad as Dejanay. On the opposite end is what Yeah, you on mean, the opposite right? end. Yeah, yeah they're okay. both on the opposite end. Dejanay is just, you know, I don't understand it. I'm sweating. Penny is, I will accept it. I don't understand what I'm accepting. And I'm just going to talk to tell everybody else I'm accepting it. But she can't even portray her message properly. So right. the Penny's message could be, level. yeah, it could be get educated first before you accept anything. So that could be something. Right. No, that, that that's definitely a valid like uh, perspective to see like how Penny's like navigating through these problems. Um, I, I, I think you see even a little bit of it where Penny like, you know, you have that scene where before they walk over with to sit with Maya and KG, and um, you have the scene where she's asking everyone, saying, "Listen, we're gonna go over there and we're gonna sit with them because everyone's treating them poorly." And you have Dijanae walking out. You have La Sienna go walking out. Uh, Zoe walked out for a very interesting reason. Oh yeah, I saw some people talking uh, about that. And uh, why did but, she walk out? I don't remember. She basically said, I am running for class president, and this is an issue that I'm going to remain neutral on. But I might evolve, <laughs> I might evolve my decision later. <laughs> oh, God bless her. Uh, okay, superb writing, superb writing. Yeah. But again, tying it back to real world issues, like because we That's have hilarious. we have politicians like that where oh, I don't want to lose support from you know all these other, you know. <laughs> Let's sit on the fence. Group. Let's sit on the fence. Right. Yeah. Let's sit on the fence. Let's be in the center. And then until it's time to really come down until it's popular. And then, and then we drive it home. Then we say, yeah, I was, I was always with you guys. Like, I never yelled against you guys. I mean, I was for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I liked, I like. I mean, that was probably one of the funnier scenes uh, in the episode where, where, where Zoe said, I need to remain neutral for my class presidency. Um, but then with Michael, Michael's the last one left. And you immediately think, oh, yeah, Michael would should should relate to this in some ways. Like, yeah, he should sit with them. Penny is like getting on a soapbox when she uh, when Michael's like, oh, my God, um, Michael, you should understand this because of the struggle. Uh -huh. <laughs> and Michael told her to shut up. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Penny is um, basically lumping every lgbtq problem together yes and again ignorance. Is, it, ignorance 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 yes. right it is ignorant for her to be like michael you're gay you must what you must know what it's like to have two dads or understand what they're going through michael is a 14 year old boy with 
you know, what I assume is a, a mother and father because he's got his dad, the coach. And who, you know, I, I assuming there's been some progression with his character, still probably hates him from the yes. original series. Or just, so, I, don't, I told I don't you to know. call me coach in public. Don't call me. Coach in public. <laughs> it's coach. No, no, he tells him, don't call me dad in public. Oh, it's don't call coach. me dad. It's coach in public, <laughs> which is. <laughs> outright <laughs> oh goodness it's, it's, but yes. it's hilarious like, yeah yeah penny penny is it's like saying oh you're black you must understand every other black problem out there oh you're hispanic you're latino you must understand every latino problem there is right you now she's lumping michael in when no it's wrong for her to do that because what does he know you know right just because right. he's uh again i don't even know if they confirm you know his orientation but uh, I mean, they have not in the sh like on, like when the context of the show, but they've done it, you know, behind the scenes. Right. Uh, he hasn't come out and like officially say I am this. Well, I I, I, I read he? a thing that they said he's non-gender conforming, which is cool. So it's like, but yeah, but yeah you know, Penny's just like y'all must all understand what's going on here, and that's not the case. And right again, it's yeah. uh, as you know, Toasty was saying, she's just. Uh, you know, she's trying to do right, but in, in the sense, she's doing more harm than help. Yeah. And yeah. It comes off almost as cloud chasing. She just want to be there. It's like the people online social media. We know it, all of it. They just want to say, hey, I have support. And they want to be the loudest saying, I support this, this and that. But in reality, they have no understanding of the issue. And we see that a lot lately in every social issue. You have somebody saying, yes, I'm against this or I support this. But in reality... If they were to they have a deeper conversation, it. they would not be able to keep a conversation with anybody that has just a basic understanding of the issue. They just want to say, hey, I support it just because they want to be, you know, they want to be heard, which right. in my opinion is as bad as the people who do the opposite. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, we have the kids perspective of, you know, how they're navigating through these issues in the show. And then, um, then we have Oscars. Greedy Oscar, clown. Oscar was interesting in this episode. And and you know what? I commend them for taking such a big risk with having this viewpoint for one of their main characters that is like one of the comedic centers of the show. Um, and specifically, it's it's the concept that Oscar he knows that Barry and Randall are gay but he doesn't want his daughter to be anywhere near them um he's like i don't want you hanging around with those kids and, and you know what it's it's supposed to obviously represent that that other viewpoint where um you know as kids you might not have any problems with the people that you're hanging out with but once your parents get a hold of who the parents of those people are or even the kids themselves some of their biases some of their um uh, uh you know opinions might leak through and be like hey i don't want you hanging out with those kids i don't want you hanging out with those kids uh because they're a b and c or their parents are a b and c right so i mean did you guys think it was like a risk for them to take that approach with oscar like or or or, or do you think it do you do you think it fit oscar because like i didn't i honestly didn't expect it oh uh, really like, oh. yeah oh, listen i say it like this it had to be oscar yeah, he's it a dumbass. Had, <laughs> it had to be. There's, and also Dijonay too. If there were any two characters who I think would do some really ignorant shit, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it was, it would be go. Oscar or Dijonay. And I say okay. that though with like this because Oscar may say one thing at the beginning of the episode, but he, he's not closed minded all the way. He comes in with a closed minded idea, but in reality, Oscar is an open minded person. And I think I said this uh, the last time we talked uh, on episode three, or maybe it was, it was the first time we covered this. Um, Oscar just needs to be introduced to a new idea. And he's very, uh, you know, welcoming of a new perspective. It's right. just, he's such a bonehead and he's hard headed that he's gonna, <laughs> he's just gonna do some stupid <laughs> shit along the way that just is com comedy gold. and. Goodness gracious, <laughs> when he goes to the bank. Can we talk oh, about the that? Bank scene. <laughs> Let's talk about the bank scene. 
hands down, um, I think I watched that scene three times today. That was some <laughs> of the funniest stuff I've ever seen uh, coming from the Proud family. Like I was dying. Like, Oscar getting into the, the what what outfit was it? He called it something. It was the Awunga? Awanga? I, I don't know what he it called it. It started with a U. It started with some, a U. Somebody said he looked like uh, Forrest Whitaker off of Forrest, uh, off of Black <laughs> Panther. And, oh then, my I, God. and then when someone posted, I was like, I can't unsee it. <laughs> I see Great. It. Great. Right. And then, you know, he's like, when they pointed to Randall, he's like, oh, brother. <laughs> puts it on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, he didn't know he was going to see Randall. He was like, oh, I'm going to go get this loan. Wish me luck at the bank, which, by the way, his family was giving him a hard time before he left to go to the yes. bank because yes. of his um, bigoted views. Uh, funny enough, Sugar Mama gave that to him also, which I find really interesting because, like, usually something like that from, like, Oscar's perspective is something that's learned from, like, the past generation. Sugar Mama was all for it. She's like, I did not raise you like that boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the team of the show though trigger mama thank oscar is an idiot so she will always go against what he thinks right so him having bigger view it's it makes sense that sugar mama has the opposite view right well, right yeah it's also interesting to think i mean i i just thought about this now that we're talking about you know sugar mama uh trying to instill values into oscar maybe the maybe oscar's dad was kind of you know uh bigger than thought you know we don't know much oh, about okay. uh Percy Ooh, Proud. That'd be an interesting episode. Did we ever see the dad in the old we, show? We've only met Percy Proud in a flashback. Um, yeah. They showed how Sugar Mama and him met, and that was it. Oh, that was that's all we got. Right. They show. I remember Young Sugar Mama. She had the same hairstyle, just it wasn't white. It was, it was like black. Uh, yeah, black. She, yeah. She was a lot thinner. Her glasses were a little more, you know, right. pointed and you know, little sexiness going along right. with it. Um, but yeah, we don't know much about, you know, how Oscar or Bobby was raised by both of them. Um, so it's interesting, you know, to think about maybe, yeah, maybe that was his dad. Maybe that was Percy Proud, you know, instilling these views on Oscar. What was um, he considered? Cause I don't remember the episode was Percy Proud, like, like a bad dad in like those flashbacks or was it just like, um, no, it was really quick. It's how they met and you don't know anything else, but sugar mama had much love for him. So I, I don't think okay. he was a bad dad. Maybe he was just kind of short-sighted like Oscar at times. He got it from someone. You know? right? Yeah, he yeah. must have got it from someplace. Uh, okay. To where now, you know, he's like, uh, oh my gosh, man, this scene was so good. He's like, Leibowitz Jenkins takes off the, <laughs> takes off the dishik. He's like, what kind of brother are you? <laughs> you know? A brother in charge. <laughs> Puts it back on. <laughs> It was it was genius. I, I, I love that. I love yes, that. and then here comes Barry, you know. And then Oscar starts putting two and two together. Gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. Genius. I love and it. then they leaned in and then boom. And I I don't the again eyes shatter. Which by the way. I loved what they did with it towards the end, but uh, he had fragmented vision from seeing Barry and Randall kiss. And then that's when his, his biases and everything are, are showing. And he, you see Randall bringing back the application. <laughs> He's like, wait, I didn't sign it yet. No, the part that killed me is when he was wa walking away and you could hear him screaming and crying in the background. Oh, That's classic yes. Oscar, classic Oscar. Crying, mm. yes, it was, I mean, it was great. I, I love that. Um, and uh, after, so after that, what was it? Like the Proud family, like all together, like went over to um, Randall and uh, Barry's house, right? For the for the gumbo well, feast, the gumbo thing? We did, but we did have an, uh, another little scene with uh, the Gross Sisters. Oh, the Gross Sisters, how can And I you know, and again, see, that's really funny too. I like the Gross Sisters for this, you know. <laughs> uh, again, Penny coming off, you know, she's like, "Let's break the cycle," you know, and then she's over here, and again, Penny just falls into this, just you know, this. I, I don't know what you call it, like a trap, you know. She's trying to do right, like this self righteous, uh, like, right? Yeah, but yeah. she's not. She's not taking the extra step and actually learning what she's really like 
do you think that was for. a quip? Do you think Dijanae made a quip because she said something uh, when she was like, "Man, I, I'm so tired when uh, Penny puts on her AOC." Um, AOC. Uh, uh, Ilan Omar. Uh, right, know, right. She named all these politicians. You just want to be morally righteous, like I mentioned. That's all she is. Her character shows that, regardless of the issue, she just wants to say, "Hey, I'm better than you because I am not as bigoted as you." But in reality, she's as bad as them. She doesn't know anything. She, well, I, yeah, she's she's doing something about it, but she really doesn't know what she's doing it for. Which is so doing she, more harm than good, right? Because she approaches them getting harassed by the girl sisters and goes, "Stop picking on those kids because they have two dads." I'm and not then, picking know, on them because they have two dads. I'm picking <laughs> on them because they have two dads with jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, gross sisters. I see. Y'all non-discriminatory, right? I, honestly, you, I like how they treat the gross sisters as like, you know, you never know like how to feel towards like, like they're punks robbing kids, right? So then you assume the worst in them, but then they come out with lines like this, where it's like, we don't care that they have two dads. Who cares? We. They got money. <laughs> That's that why works at the bank. We need the, we need that loan for music. <laughs> we need there that we go. loan for our rap label. <laughs> Even though they should have made money from the first episode, but that's ends up issue. cash out. Yeah, which um, is on iTunes, by the way. Oh, it's actually like it's hands, an actual... hands up, hands up, <laughs> cash out is out. Yes. Wait, like uh, is it like a thirty second song? It's like or... a one minute song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. I might right, look at some of like, I mean, if they have that, they have to have like the, the panda bear. Um, I haven't seen, I think they're slowly releasing things, but the the theme and that one are out. So just okay, okay. throwing that out there. But yes, the girl sisters, it's like the least people you were going to expect to have a bit of wokeness as, you know, uh, as uh, whatever they're trying to portray here. Like right. the last people you expect to have a semblance of understanding. It's like they do, they do understand, but they just they're criminals or they're, they're still criminals at the end of the day. They're still right robbing people. Right, 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 right. So again, that's really that's really funny because again, you didn't expect the gross sisters, but uh here they are. And now they respect them even more because Barry rolls up with sunset and then nobody snitches on the gross no sisters. One does. I like and, that. And I also like the gross sisters for that too. They have a sense, they have a code you know sense of uh, honor uh like i mean technically they're friends with everybody but they still jack them which is hilarious like, you know with friends like these who needs enemies right right it's <laughs> like it's like okay yeah the girl sisters just basically jacked us up come eat some gumbo you know were they invited they, they were at, they were there yeah they were, they were there. oh my god i didn't see them <laughs> yeah they were there they just tried to rob them all right, all right. I mean, they didn't rob them for the wrong reasons. They just wanted them because you know they, they had money. They so that's, they were it. it was a target. Uh, they, it was a targeted Jack. So right, kudos right. to the Gross Sisters and their <laughs> mo. Exactly. <laughs> they don't discriminate. They just go after the money. Mm -hmm. Very conscious. Very conscious. Yeah. Um, but uh, so like what? Everyone shows up at the party. They're realizing, you know, you have some minor characters that didn't have a lot of screen time. Like you had a. Uh, Frankie, Frankie. Who, uh, those of you that don't remember, Frankie was a, a love interest of Penny back in the original series. Like, like you know, like a typical like middle school, high school crush type of thing. Uh, okay. Was Frankie the one in the the black uh, jacket, the black jacket, or, or Frankie, was that a different character? No, no, you're right. There, there uh, Frankie had like four appearances, if I can remember. Frankie did give his jacket to Penny during the Johnny okay. Lovely episode when Johnny Lovely. Which is a fantastic episode. I love the Johnny Lovely. When Johnny Lovely disappeared, Frankie gave Penny uh, his jacket. Uh, Frankie asked Penny out after the football game to the dance. Okay, it's this guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's Frankie, and Penny's even like, I can't believe I even like Frankie. And uh, yeah, I, I will. Okay, so I will say this: uh, um, a lot of the issues were resolved in this one episode. Um, oh yeah. Um, but you know, I like again how the series is taking more of a serial nature to where I thought maybe maybe Frankie doesn't come around this uh until maybe the next couple episodes about this. But I guess they just wanted to address this topic maybe in just this one episode and be right. kind of one and done and now move on to more stories that they can tell. 
which is at the end of the day fine uh i think it would have been interesting though if you had a couple of characters who were not so forthcoming yet to accepting uh the two dads like and their relationship to, to change yeah just maybe yeah some more more development uh because we didn't really see other than you know barry and randall being just really nice people they invited all these people to their home for some gumbo <laughs> you know frankie goes up to barry and he's like mr barry i'm sorry and barry's like for what what'd you do son I'll tell you about after the second play of Gumbo. Actually, right. to be fair, they didn't invite people. Dejeuner. They didn't invite people. Yeah, Dejeuner right. is the one that sent out the mass text message saying free food at this house and the entire neighborhood showed up. Right, right. And they still let them in, though. That's why yeah, it's yeah. Like, they're nice people. They're good people. They're two husbands, but that doesn't take away from their core values and how they treat others again. And I think the golden rule is the heart of this episode. Treat others the way you want to be treated, you know? Right. Frankie has, Frankie has no business being mean to KG or Maya now that he sees that their two dads are just, as everybody puts it, they're dads, you know? Right, right. And, and you see that with, um, I think who was, was it Randall? I think it was, no. Yeah, yeah, it was Randall. Randall, when he approached Oscar in the scene that you're talking about, like in your background right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, he basically tells her, I mean, tells him, like, you need to see the world through Penny's eyes because Penny had no prop. Penny stuck up for my two kids and she did not care if, you know, what, what their dads were like or, you know, if they were in a gay relationship or anything. She just saw two people uh, in need and she stood up for them. Uh, I I don't know. As soon as he said that, when, when Oscar's eyes started, like, getting unfragmented <laughs> i don't know man i kind of let out a tear oscar was tearing up i was tearing up i liked it i liked oh it i, really I liked it a lot so. i did too look at toasty toasty you look at you tearing up too yeah you're gonna cry toasty <laughs> go ahead cry oh my god yes of course i only cried in eternal but that's a different issue <laughs> but no uh it was well made obviously which is i guess in the point of view in a way it's a good thing he was able penny's point of view is pure She's accepting of everyone, which is a good thing. The only thing is that she has to make sure that um, that vision that she has, she uses it again properly. Even though it's pure, she needs to be able to properly portray her message and stuff like that, which is good. And for Oscar, that was just an idiot that entire episode. Him getting to Penny's point of view did help him calm down, which is, again, really well-made episode. Right, right. I mean... Uh... Yeah, his eyes being fused back together, seeing things clearly, looking through Penny's <laughs> eyes. That's a good genius. metaphor. That's a it very was a, good it was metaphor. a genius metaphor because they and if you guys look at the animation, like his eyes were fragmented the entire time. Yeah, the entire since, time since his eye since his eyes cracked when he saw Barry and Randall kiss <laughs> back at the bank, and they were like that. And it's like like you can see he's trying to understand and he's trying to apologize and come to terms with it. Um, so I just, I just like how, as soon as he saw it through Penny's eyes and he realized like, Hey, Randall and Barry, they're fine people. They, you know, they never done any wrong to me. I should not have been treating them like this. And then they got the little, the little dance number back here. I was, I, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, really random, but it was cool. I guess <laughs> it uh, was fine. <laughs> it was sleek animation too. <laughs> it's just... It was very sleek. I was surprisingly yeah. fluid. Um, oh, you also, you know. Uh, Felix coming through. Now he loves Barry. You know, of course, of course. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, thank God. All <laughs> threats are God. I was not <laughs> losing my sunset. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> that was great. I love That's that. That's very love good that. comedy. Right. Right. Because it even shows, like, you know, he's not even Barry wasn't even. Uh, I'm not not Barry. Uh, Felix wasn't even like. Um, I guess being prejudicial towards Barry for like the other reasons other characters were. He was just like, I don't want to lose my wife. Exactly. <laughs> this guy's coming in and I don't know what he's going to do. And he's like, oh, thank God. I'm cool with you, Barry. You're fine. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Quite the switch up. Um, but yeah, yeah, a very good, uh, very good episode. Um, yeah. Right. Positive no, praise. No, I, again, four episodes in, like you would think the series loses steam. Like, I don't know, maybe they don't have enough stories to tell or maybe the messages th th that they're trying to get across are not hitting as well as they used to. 
I don't know, man. Four episodes in, what, are we are we confirmed for eight episodes? I'm telling you, man. I'm positive it's gonna be eight episodes because again, Disney Plus is doing this thing where one show ends, another new show begins. It's like they can't right. have multiple shows currently run at the same time. Guys Don't know if it's confirmed. Right. I'm pretty sure it's going to be just eight. Okay. Okay. I mean, assuming it's eight, we're at the halfway point. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm we're at the halfway point. I'm loving this show. Yeah, it got way better. It gets better with every episode compared to like the earlier episode. That one was way better. <sighs> Right, yeah. right, a hundred percent. Anything with Oscar always gets a one up, uh, e e even yeah. if it's a a lesson. <laughs> he has to learn <laughs> a journey, but we love Oscar because he's flawed, but he learns his lesson at yeah. some point. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, but you know, they could have ended ended the episode there with that dance number, uh, but they didn't. Uh, <laughs> they they showed the property that uh, Oscar bought with the loan that was approved from Randall. <laughs> And it's a radioactive waste dump filled with a toxic goo, like radioactive waste. You have a toxic fish, fish, right? Four eyes or something. Like it's a dump. And I'm like, Oscar, why do you? I don't know what loan. I don't know how much you got approved, but you could have found something better than this. He said they sold it to him for nothing. And Oscar's a dreamer. He's a dreamer. Yeah. You know, I can I could definitely see the joke, I, like assuming like there's like some continuations between episodes that by the end of the season, he somehow spins that into proud land and he, and he does get his dream. Like he actually <laughs> does. He gets proud land built off of that radioactive waste and then he's going to lose it. And it would be it would be very fitting for Oscar. I, I hope he doesn't lose it, you know, like. <laughs> The man needs a W, dude. He needs a W at some point. I feel like it will be the culmination of all his struggles, you know, through hardship and heartache and all the stuff Oscar has been through. Look what he got. Look what he ultimately created uh, on, on a toxic waste dump at that. Um, so I don't know. I thought that ending was kind of funny. It was very Oscar. Uh, I'm rooting for Oscar. I really am. Uh he it's hard to root. W it's point. hard to root for him when he does things like this, makes these purchases. But I really hope he pulls through. He's a good guy, just kind of dumb at times, and I hope he gets. But he, yeah, <laughs> we'll get Snackland. He will get Snackland at some point. Is it Snackland or Proudland? Snackland. 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 It's snack. It's oh. Snackland. Snackland. Actually, Proud snacks. I looked it up. The next episode is titled Snackland. Oh my go, God, amazing. there you there we go. go, let's go. Another <laughs> Oscar episode, I'm ready. Oh man, that's gonna be very Oscar heavy. I can't wait, Yeah, I can't wait. Um, any final thoughts on, uh, you know, this episode? Um, you know, what you're looking forward to in the, I mean, well, we know Snackland is coming next, so I, I'm excited <laughs> about that. Um, but uh, I mean, this episode was great, had a heartfelt message, uh, good writing, good dialogue. Um, comedy was there. I, I was laughing at practically every scene. Um, I, I thought it was great. I, I know we've been saying it over and over again. I thought it, it, the Proud Family is getting better and better with every episode. Um, but uh, yeah, do you guys have any like final final says, final thoughts on episode four of the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder? Yeah, I'm just um, I'm again. I've I've been saying this. I'm happy with the more mature themes they're choosing to tackle. And I'm glad they are progressive with how they tackle these themes. Uh, I should have mentioned it earlier. There, uh, There's like Ralph Farquhar, uh, another producer of the show. Uh, he created a Moesha. And Moesha had a similar episode dealing with the topic of just, you know, uh, someone in your family being gay. And it was very- Wow, handled. it did? Moesha? It, it, Moesha had an episode and it was, very, was like in the nineties. Yeah, right? I know. And, but the way they handled the episode was terrible. Oh, it was like, terrible. Basically, basically you walk away from the episode thinking, all right, if I know someone who's gay, don't say anything, which is why I think, uh, Penny, you know, was like, don't say anything like, uh, Moesha and Hakeem almost ended up not being friends because Moesha said something about Hakeem's cousin who was gay. And okay. it was handled very poorly. 
So I would like to say shout out to the creative team, Ralph Farquhar and everybody who, you know, helped in the production of the Proud family as a whole to, right. to now with Louder and Prouder. I see the growth and I love the growth. The learning experience, yeah. Right, right. So I want to see them keep tackling more mature themes and at the same time, keeping their comedic element. It, um, you know, don't give us a serial drama, you know, just right. It's, it's I, proud family. It's you're supposed right. to enjoy watching what you've seen and you, you're still able to take away something from it. Uh, right. So I'm all here for these types of episodes. Um, like I will. Yeah. They got my support. I, I, I've already been all in. So right, right, and and I like I like how you mentioned, um, you know, the series at at its core is supposed to be a comedy with like these life lessons sprinkled in. I like how when, and I, I think Toasty probably liked this too when uh, Penny got on her soapbox at the end and she started like preaching about. Uh, you know, uh, this is why we got to support each other through these difficult times. Everyone's falling asleep. Everyone's bored out of their mind. <laughs> They're yep. like, Betty Shaw. <laughs> oh. They just have fun. Like, Let's, there's no need for this. We now. learned the lesson. We don't need to do this preachy soapbox hand-holding thing. We got the message across. We respect the viewer's intelligence. We know that we relayed that message across fine. They're going to take away something positive out of this. So... I, I thought that was cool. I, I I thought that was I mean obviously hilarious. Very penny, very penny proud. Very penny, yeah. Uh yeah. so that was great. That was great. Um, but uh yeah, I'm gonna say that wraps up uh our thoughts here at the Yonko table for the Proud Family Louder and Prouder episode four. Uh looking forward to the future episodes of the Proud Family. And uh, we'll see what life lessons we learn uh, with future episodes. And uh, next episode, next week is Snackland, man. I'm I'm hyped. I'm I'm excited. Oscar episode. It's an Who Oscar episode. So it's a W. It is it an Oscar word like like Oscar nominated? Oscar <laughs> nominated. Wow. That's Oscar good. episode. Oscar nominated. Of like course. the man carries the show on his back. So All I'm right. ready. All right. All right. We'll wait and see. Uh, but. Yeah, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, if you enjoyed what we had to say, leave a like, share us around, and let us know what you all think about this episode of The Proud Family. Uh, did you like the messages that it had to say? Did you like the comedy? Did you uh, like the fact that, you know, the show showcased different perspectives on how people view a relationship like this? Um, and just what you thought overall about the show. Uh, let us know what you think. We're on most social media platforms, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, at the Yonko table. Give us a like, give us a share, and let us know your thoughts. But with that, everyone, the Yonko table is setting off once again. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, and fellow Supernova Toasty, signing off. Take care, guys. <laughs>